Rutherford Issues with Brian Barrett on FM 101.9 and AM 1450 Murfreesboro, FM 100.5 Smyrna, and streaming at WGNSRadio.com. Back and on today's show, we're going to catch up with our friends from the Child Advocacy Center. Katie Enzer is here, and uh, she brought security today. <laughs> How are you? I'm so good today, Brian. How about yourself? I'm, I'm doing well. So, um, is there something going on Friday? Just something tiny, a little bit, about about 300, maybe 250 people are going to get together up here at the Civic Plaza, and we're going to walk for the Hometown Heroes uh, Walk for Children on April the 29th at 12 o'clock. It's hard to believe it's here. It is almost the end of April. Can y'all believe it? Now, is this your first normal one? It's, uh, well, or so last year we did a little bit of a... Kind a, of a hybrid. Hybrid, but we yeah. still had a great turnout. Yeah. Um, and so, yeah, this year is, is fully functioning in person. Of course, if you would like to continue to wear your mask, that is completely fine. Um, it is outside in the beautiful Civic Plaza, and you will be walking um, down to the Child Advocacy Center. Well, cool. Yeah. Um, Friday, that I guess noon, the activities start at the plaza? That's right. Registration for walkers, which is just to say, hey, I'm here, sign some waivers, make sure we know you're present, pick up your t-shirt. If you'd like to purchase one, we've got those available. Silent auction will be out until noon. Um, and then, of course, we'll have a couple of sponsors and awards that we'll give away. Um, and then at the very end, before we actually walk, we're going to be giving away the Golden Sneaker Award, which is what we present to the largest group of walkers. Um, and I and so we're, we're excited about that. It's just something fun for everybody to get involved to have a little competition. So, awesome. and then they will take off at twelve o'clock, headed down the street. And takes what uh, half an hour, forty five minutes or so. It would take me most of the afternoon. Yeah, um, some of those people really get after it. <laughs> uh, but it's about a two point three, two point five mile walk, depending on how how hard you hustle. And yeah, it should be about thirty minutes. Okay. Very good. And food on the other side? That's right. Okay, we, good. <laughs> we are having, we have a wonderful donor who has donated K, KFT barbecue, and his family are actually providing um, pulled pork sandwiches and baked beans. And Junior League of Murfreesboro has donated um, some pretzels and snacks and chips. And so it's going to be really incredible. And all of this to highlight um, what a big month it's been in terms of trying to get information into the public about child abuse. Right. right. So this is going to end our April um, is not National Child Abuse Prevention Month. So this is going to wrap up all the efforts and awareness that we've been doing since the um, April the 1st. And then, of course, we had April the 2nd. We had a uh, Cannon Runs for Children. So we had a 5K out there in Woodbury. And then, of course, we continued with five days of action here last week. And then now this week, we will just wrap up that. Now, of course, we want to be aware uh, all the time, but we just like that so many people have gotten involved during April this year to celebrate National Child Abuse Prevention Month. Well, very good. Um, and the Cannon event went well. It absolutely did. It was good. a little chilly that morning, but you know when you're out there running at six o'clock in the minute, uh, the beginning of April, it really ended up being a beautiful day. Well, good, good. So, um, Amy Denton is with uh, Murfreesboro Police and joining us today, and um, kind of tell us why you you brought Amy in here today for us. Well. Brian, you know I have all kinds of friends, and I'm so thankful to have Sergeant Amy Denton with us and always on our side at the CAC. 
<laughs> but she does an incredible job working alongside us, um, as, far, as well as, of course, um, the staff at the CAC. Um, she's also helped mentor me throughout this Hometown Heroes event the last couple of years because I was like, what? What do we do? Uh, when we first started this, about I started about three years ago. There was probably 15 committee members. Mm. Um, most of them were law enforcement of some sort. Um, and so Amy really just helped me kind of navigate those fields and all those 15 different positions and so i'm so thankful now that we get to be in person together here and being able to talk to you today well that's why i wondered if it was your your first fully this is what it was back in 2019 event and um i, I guess that's the case i feels kind of good amy to to be able to do this again <laughs> it does i think uh I think everybody's had enough of staring at a little screen with little tiny Brady Bunch size mm. pictures of everyone they know and talking to them on, you know, Zoom and that kind of thing. We've done a lot of the committee meetings this year on Zoom, um, and I think it's because when everybody's work went back in person, it really came back in person. So um, there have been some meetings where we're all at our desk eating lunch while we're meeting. Uh, multitasking to to get this planned um, but that's okay yeah um, everybody on the board the committee for this walk um, except Katie Katie's <laughs> blessed and gets to do this all the time we all have different duties and different roles that sure. we that we serve um, but this event we come together and and do this event to draw attention to child abuse prevention well the one thing that zoom has given us is the opportunity to do meetings and and work and and multitask and that's probably something that's not going to go away no i think <laughs> i think zoom is probably here to say zoom yeah. or or skype or um google Microsoft, meet yeah google yeah, meet yeah yeah <laughs> yeah all of that stuff so w when you say um different agencies and i'm not trying to get you to mention all of them but we're talking about all law enforcement agencies those who who really work in the field to protect children from child abuse this is a coming together of all of those resources to uh, just highlight child abuse prevention month absolutely um there's representatives and correct me if i'm wrong yeah. at least in the past there have been a rep has, has been a representative from each law enforcement agency pretty much in the county i know murfreesboro smyrna laverne the sheriff's department um department of children's services has people that that jump in and, and do little tasks um, for the planning for this walk um it really is kind of like the whole village comes together to do something to try to protect the kids and you've done this for quite a while, haven't you? I've been involved in it for six or probably seven. five, six years, mm -hmm. something like that. Um, it was kind of one of those things on the list when I went into the position I'm in now. Um, and then, like I do with most things, once I get in it, I jump in with both feet um, <laughs> and just kind of go, okay, we've been doing this. How can we make it bigger or better? Mm. Um, so that's that's what we did. Um, when we've done little changes, um, you know, the parking or in the shuttles, we added those probably four years ago um, so that people aren't parking in the parking garage, walking to the Child Advocacy Center and then going, oh, how do I get back? Now I got to walk back to my car. <laughs> so um, we've made it to where they can park at Child Advocacy and get shuttled up to this to the square, or park up here, walk down to Child Advocacy Center, and get shuttled back to their vehicle. Oh. So that way nobody was stuck after a one-way walk. <laughs> That's right. We'll, we'll feed you, and now you're stuck. You figure yeah. out a way to get yeah. back. So um, when when you looked at this and your list of duties and 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 whatnot and and saw that this was going to be one of uh the commitments that you made in your position what what made you dive in with 
both feet first. Uh, is is it the work that they do at the CAC? It is. It is. Um, my last assignment was working in the schools um, and being in the classroom as an officer. There were some children that disclosed um, abuse physical abuse, sexual abuse, they disclosed it to me. Um, and so I would reach out then to Department of Children's Services and reach out to our special victims unit detectives. Um, of course, the school guidance counselor was there usually within a minute of them disclosing. Um, and I got to see how the whole group, the team, works together. Um, and that's the approach that they that all of our law enforcement agencies, the district attorney's office, child advocacy center. It's a big team, um, and it protects the child from being re-victimized through the prosecution. Um, the child advocacy center has forensic interviewers that can interview the child in a non-threatening, um, least scary situation um and a lot of times that record it's recorded a lot of times that recording can stand in court for the child so the child doesn't face the courtroom the child doesn't face their um their predator anymore um so it it lowers the the re-victimization of that mm-hmm. child and then they have resources to try to help the child heal from the situation and help the family go forward from it because when a child is victimized the whole family is actually victimized because things change sure um so i've seen the work that they do and it is so worthy i mean um you know sadly a victimized child that is not helped does not get counseling, does not um, get rehabilitated, and the family doesn't get healed from that, it can perpetuate down the road. Um, so we don't want that to happen. Um, and also the, the prosecution side of it, the people that are doing this to children have to be stopped. Um, so without a child being able to disclose what's happening and that predator being stopped, more victims are created, and we right. don't want that to happen. Uh, with Murfreesboro Police, Sergeant Amy Denton joining us today. Child Advocacy Center's Katie Enzer here as well. The Hometown Heroes Walk for Children is this Friday, uh, beginning at noon with things happening before. We'll touch more on that. Uh, but Child Abuse Prevention Month is this month of April. You used a term that I don't know that it just kind of rang in my ear when you said re-victimized. You know, and I, I think about... You know, if if a child has to go into a cold, dark police department room and be interviewed by, you know, strangers and how intimidating that could be or the courtroom scene and and all of that, the CAC really takes those barriers down and you probably get more information this way from children feeling more comfortable than you would any other way. Absolutely. The the forensic interviewers that they have, of course, they're specially trained, um, but the children... um, children get comfortable and and they just talk um they they may use almost play therapy things like that but the child doesn't feel like they're having to they're not having to get graphic with what they're saying they're not being looked at by strangers when they're saying it um and these children i mean it's everywhere from what like a three or four year old Mm -hmm. um up to 16 17 year old um i actually was um contacted by a parent of a teenager last week um, who had disclosed some inappropriate situations to her Mm -hmm. Um, and our detectives and our officers they get the very basic information and they stop and that child 
she's a teenager, but that child will go to CAC sometime this probably this week and sit down with a forensic interviewer in a very comfortable, private situation, not being stared at by a lot of people, and she'll get to tell her story. Um, and that was one of her fears. She asked, will I have to testify against him? You know, we'll do everything we can to avoid that. Yeah. That's why you get to go over here and, and sit in a comfortable room, low stress, low key, and just, just talk. And and that from, you know, a 17-year-old, it's a lot different when you're talking about a 5- or 6-year-old and they can't really disclose, you know, their fears <coughs> properly. But, you know, they're there. Exactly. <laughs> obviously. Exactly. Um, Amy, as, as, as you've worked with uh, the CAC, obviously – this is an important tool in the tool belt when you put on your Murfreesboro Police Department hat as well. Uh, don't you think that we really have um, a, a great CAC that does the work that they do here that should be a model for the country? Oh, in the years that I've been around, um, I've seen it come so far. Like I say, the uh, and I don't know what the acronym all stands for, the SIPIT team. Yes. Mm-hmm. Where the, the, the interview, the detective and the DCS uh, employee, the caseworker, um, the forensic interviewer and a representative from the DA's office, they all do their jobs and they come together and sit down and, and work as a team for that child and, and for the prosecution of that case and, and to start healing the child mm-hmm. while they're working on the prosecution. So it's all happening at once. And... The, the family, the parent is not getting mixed signals and, and different things from different contacts. Everybody works together. Um, that wasn't the case before. You know, they'd get a call from a DCS worker telling them one thing and a detective would need something else. And then when they got to court, there'd be another surprise pop up. And that's they've tried to stop all of that the and, surprises. And all of those conversations that you have to have. And every time you do that, you have to relive the situation mm-hmm. or ask more questions and um, I, I can see how that is just really a, a very valuable tool and really puts the advocacy in the Child Advocacy Center. You're advocating for that child while also working to protect other children from mm-hmm. the predator in this whatever situation that Absolutely. is. Absolutely. Yeah. And that forensic interview, like I said, gets recorded. So the child's statement is recorded so they can start into some therapy and some some treatment a lot faster than waiting for the court system to get through and then starting treatment yeah um so it's it's so much improved and it's one thing that i've found just doing these conversations with katie and and all the staff it's it's not just you know this happened in in april and so we get we take care of that and then there's no more contact i mean you know there there are resources for the family um helping the family because Mm -hmm. the family is a victim as well Mm -hmm. we always talk about it christmas you know christmas Mm -hmm. gifts Um, so there there is really you know you become part of the cac family absolutely absolutely my biggest dream honestly and katie no offense but i would love to see the prevention side of it overtake and them ought to be put out of a job yeah Mm -hmm. i would love for this to stop um, and they Us do too, a great. <laughs> they, too, do, they do a great uh, job trying to educate the community on prevention things. I mean, they deal with when it happens. They they deal with helping the child and helping the family and working towards the prosecution with the law enforcement. But the other side of the house, I guess you could say, is the community education part. Um, that darkness a lot program is awesome Mm -hmm. any child serving organization or any youth serving group really should reach out to the child advocacy center and get this training it's free um and it's it's phenomenal it's um 
it's very simple um it's you know what an one hour or mm-hmm. two hour version it's it's awesome well, so, they've made it so much easier. You can do these online, in person, an hour or two hours, and and just the the more people who are out there and aware, as and, and we've talked about this, we're, we're all responsible for mm-hmm. uh, reporting. But what are the signs? And maybe you're the person that um, a, a child discloses or talks to about it because they feel comfortable doing that. What do you do? And so it's. A great opportunity and anybody can do that mm-hmm. uh, let's see hometown heroes walk for children friday what time should we show up i I'd mean say around 11. okay uh, you know that, that'd probably be a really good thing registration starts at 10 45. Um, we'll have a couple of speakers and then we will start the walk at 12. and again it's a free walk um, so anyone can join if you're just around town and would like to do something fun for lunch or take your lunch break and come out um, we have a lot of moms group that gets together and they all kind kind of come in fellowship with us and then they'll take their strollers and their children and they'll walk and um, and so we have a lot of great sponsors that allow us to have this fundraising um, event but it's also the community that comes out to, to support it sure. and to show that awareness um, and so it, it really is a fun time they had to you know finally tell me Katie walking is fun and I was like are you serious you know but after the first year I got to really see how people interacted and and really finished the race so to speak and they <laughs> loved it um, it really has been so very uplifting to know that yes this is a very hard conversation what we do is is very different so to speak than a lot of other things in the community but it is very well needed and just the showing that awareness and it will also help us prevention right in the prevention process and so just like uh, sergeant denton said with our darkness to light program it's a free program as well it just takes an hour of your time Um, and so we can do that in any way we can be as flexible as possible Um, and then another thing you you mentioned that i really appreciate coming from Mm -hmm. sergeant denton is that our child protective investigative team does meet like she was saying once a month to make sure that whole family is taken care of during the entire process once that has ended once the case is over it doesn't stop there and that's where we continue to work with the child um, and their families for their resources and so being able to come on here with you too Brian and, and letting the community know um, is just another way for us to get all of that done well I appreciate you both being here today we'll uh, see you on Thursday I I'll think, see again. you on Thursday very good Amy thanks for coming by thank you uh, from Murfreesboro Police uh, Sergeant Amy Denton and from the CAC Katie Enzer here on Rutherford Issues today Rutherford Issues on News Radio WGNS.